Welcome to Inside Texas Football, powered by InsideTexas.com. I'm Joe Cook. I'm joined by Justin Wells. Class is not done yet, Justin. Uh, the 2024 signing class adds another member today uh, with Aaron Butler, a, an athlete, 2024, about five foot 11 and a half, 165 pounds, out of Calabasas, California. And uh, Justin, this one kind of came to fruition pretty in, in pretty short order, didn't it? Yeah, every, you know, Eric and I talked about it earlier. Every cycle, there's always a couple guys at the end that are kind of wild cards, late senior evaluations, uh, things of that sort. I think Texas anticipated Aaron Hampton not being in this class. And I think that's what uh, prompted Chris Jackson to go visit Aaron Butler a couple weeks ago when he was out in California making the rounds. He threw he swung by Calabasas to to hang out with him and see if there was interest there. And it turns out to be that there was. This kid never visited Texas, which is kind of rare if you can ink a kid without bringing him on official visit. But sometimes in the recruiting process, it's a means to an end. And this is this the way it transpired, you know. Replacing Aaron, Aaron Hampton, it's funny because Hampton had decommitted, you know, three, four, five. I don't know. I, I, I've lost count of how many times. Aaron Butler's been a, a man of many schools. He was once committed to USC, I believe you told me, a year and a half, almost two years ago. And then also he was committed to Colorado recently and, and, and then decommitted. And so Butler fills in that wide receiver spot. He's going to play that slot receiver, whereas Hampton was more as a DB. I think Sark even told told you guys on Wednesday they could add another wide receiver before it's all said and done, and I think that's what they're getting in Aaron Butler. Yeah, I like this one, and, and like you mentioned, it's a guy who who hasn't visited. Uh, we saw that last year with, with Peyton Kirkland, who uh, the Texas program uh, still appealed to him in a way to where didn't even have to visit, just got to know him and uh, the, what they heard over Zoom from Steve Sarkeesian, Chris Jackson over the phone uh, was more than enough. Um, also, uh, the, the two schools that Texas seems to have beaten for this recruitment, Arizona and Washington. So you already have a little bit of a college football playoff win uh, or, or an early matchup win yeah. uh, of sorts uh, for this one. Um, I'm also kind of interested in the fact that his dad, Rob Devon Butler, played in the NFL for a couple seasons. And on Inside Texas recently, I wrote about how you had Chet Brooks. He played in the NFL. Terrence, yep. his son, committed to Texas. Lance St. Louis, the long snapper. His dad was Brad St. Louis, played for the Bengals in the NFL. Cooper didn't play in the NFL, but the Mannings are the Mannings, and the whole family <laughs> was involved in that one. Uh, and then most recently, you had Santana Wilson, uh, son of Adrian Wilson, who's currently in an NFL office. That's four right there. This is number five. This is the son of Rob Devon Butler. Um, he played in two seasons as a defensive back at the NFL. He's an assistant coach at Calabasas, according to this on three to, to Aaron's on three personal file. So that means you have five, at least professional football families within the past two classes. Go ahead and give their blessing to what Steve Sarkeesian is doing. Also, according to on three, you know, played a lot of different positions. Uh, in 2022, uh, the most recent stats available, 38 passes, 830 yards, 13 touchdowns. Don't know what type of program Calabasas is. I think it's in Los Angeles suburb, uh, but it's, it's you know, there's there's some quality talent in that part of the country. And, and Justin, what does this mean just for that wide receiver class at this point? If that's the path he's going to take, what does it mean in, in, now that he's joining Wingo He's joining Parker Livingstone, and he is joining Freddie DeBose, 
that's quite a four-man haul and what the, the Longhorns kind of need after they saw a couple portal def defections as well. Absolutely. The difference in Butler and the rest of these guys, he's a slot. He's an inside guy, whereas we know Livingstone and Wingo are going to be more outside guys. Uh, DeBose could probably play a little bit of both. It remains to be seen kind of where he's going to be identified, but he's your inside guy now. And, and, and like you said, they're about to lose some wide receivers to the draft. Okay, so they've got to replenish. It's time to reload. Um, the thing I like about Butler is he's very – he is incredibly athletic, but he's he's very co uh, conscious of, of weight. Of, of, of I mean, the kid is completely ripped up. This is a uh, This is a strong individual who is really good after the pass. I like that Chris Jackson's getting to kind of – do some self evaluate, some senior evaluating here towards the end of the cycle because you know Wingo and, and, and Sark had a previous relationship, Livingstone and Sark had a previous relationship, and even Freddie DeBose and Sark had a previous relationship. I think this is more of a Chris Jackson. Hey, I'm gonna put my foot on the table, and this is the guy that I want in this cycle. And I think that's big for that room. You know, he did a tremendous job with Adnan Mitchell and helping Xavier Worthy and Jordan Whittington. And then you're seeing some growth from Jonte Cook and, and DeAndre Moore and Ryan Niblett. I think this guy fits into that, that category pretty well. You just got to restock. This is roster management. This is what this is. You, they're not looking to add another five-star big-time guy. They're looking to churn the bottom of the roster. This is where the NFL – uh, has really benefited Sark when it, when it comes to scholarship allocation and how he builds out this program. And so Aaron Butler's going to be able to add that. And he's a guy, too, let's say he doesn't work out at receiver. He could easily move over to DB. He's got some pretty good DB tape as well. And so at the end of the day, like I said, I don't think they expected Hampton to be in this class. And I think that's why they started that relationship with Butler last month. It's grown. It was down to Arizona and Washington on, on Wednesday – Texas came in with the offer. Now it's going to be Texas. It was going to be Texas or Washington. And now Texas gets an early head-to-head -head win over the Huskies before they play in the Sugar Bowl on January 1st. And so uh, it's really Sark just saying, doing what he said, which is something we've become pretty used to. He said there's a good chance they're going to add another receiver in this cycle. That usually means he's going to add another receiver in this cycle. And I think that's what they get in Aaron Bowler. There's two things just kind of looking at the roster. I think that's a good point that that Butler helps you do. You're probably about to be depleted totally of this year's boundary receivers. Yes. So you're losing, probably losing Adonai Mitchell to the NFL. Casey Kane's committed to UNLV. Isaiah Nayor is also in the transfer portal. So you went out and you added Ryan Wingo and Parker Livingstone, two guys who probably profile to that boundary spot. Right. You have Jordan Washington uh, as your pass catching tight end. Got to learn how to block, but – I don't know if anybody has seen how big his hands are, but they are big hands. You have Freddie DuBose, who probably at this point profiles to an outside guy, has a great 400-meter time post-injury, had great triple jump and long jump numbers pre-injury. And we'll see if uh, after having a big year with Smithson Valley, how explosive he is on the track. But you needed that slot. You needed a fourth guy to kind of complete everything you were looking for from a pass-catching profile, and that's what Aaron Butler does really well. And, of course, you know, you had Ryan Niblett. You had DeAndre Moore. Um, you're going to lose Jordan Whittington. Uh, most, or you are losing Jordan Whittington. He's out of eligibility. So you needed to replenish that position, um, and, and that's what Texas has been able to do at wide receiver in its 2024 class. And uh, there's another little tidbit about Aaron Butler and Chris Jackson, correct, as it relates to uh, some other Southern California receivers. Isn't there a little bit of uh, some – 
intertwining with there's uh, a lot of yes there's a web back there that's kind of that's kind of matriculating as we see let's start with aaron butler it's like the six degrees of separation except i don't see kevin bacon anywhere but he's probably involved um aaron butler actually played seven on seven with ryan wingo and so as this whole thing has been going on behind the scenes ryan wingo has actually been secretly recruiting Aaron Butler and, and, and talking up Texas and letting him know while people on Wednesday morning were worried about a kid, a teenager sleeping in, he was already recruiting for Texas even before that. And so uh, you got to give you hat tip to Ryan Wingo in that regard. Got to give him another one with 2025 wide receiver Marcus Harris. We reported at Inside Texas earlier today that uh, the Longhorns are the prime team. Now, look, we already had kind of established Texas was the leader in this regard, but it comes to find out that Marcus Harris's family and Ryan Wingo's family grew up around each other in St. Louis, and they're very familiar. Ryan Wingo and Marcus Harris have seen each other multiple times over the last six months. Harris has gone as far as stayed with Wingo on one of the visits to Austin one time. They also went to a family reunion together in St. Louis here recently, and so it's all these relationships that are connecting the dots. And then you got Chris Jackson from modern day, you know, that, that that's his home. And if you think he's going to let another big time wide receiver out of modern day, not come to Austin. Think again, Chris Jackson's had his claws in Marcus Harris from the get. And I think this just shows you add an Aaron Butler out of California. You're going to look to try to add a Marcus Harris in the 2025 cycle out, out of California. Chris Jackson is starting to get his footing. And if that means grabbing a couple guys in state, if that means developmental guys, if that means snagging a five-star out of St. Louis, and if that means grabbing a, a multi-athlete in Aaron Butler and an alum of modern day in Marcus Harris, well, that's what he's going to do. And I think that's what Chris Jackson was brought in to do. We're seeing Jackson getting his footing in recruiting. This was kind of a new thing for him coming from the NFL. But right now it looks like he's uh, he's doing just fine. Four in his signing class, the most recent one being Aaron Butler, who uh, just recently announced his pledge to Texas. On three, the industry ranking ranks him as the 179 overall prospect, number seven athlete, number 16 player in California. There are some other services that are a lot higher on him than on three. So kind of a wide range of opinion. Um, he could see a bump. Uh, we'll see what happens when, when on three finishes up its final rankings. But all in all, a really good get for Texas and someone like we mentioned helps you stay in Southern California helps kind of replace what Aaron Hampton was going to maybe bring to the class. Uh, and it helps you sign a full complete signing class as Texas tries to go top five once again. So Justin, anything else? Hey, it looks like even if Texas, Texas is going to hover in that four five, six range. And we'll, we won't really know till the end of, you know, the next signing window when that happens, they're still in the mix for dominant McKinley. They're still in the mix for Alex Foster. This class could be a four, five, or six. It's going to finish off there. Go to InsideTexas.com. Please come hang out with us. We are constantly looking at numbers. We're constantly posting new content. Come see us. And for, for the most part, you got to like and subscribe to the Inside Texas Football YouTube channel. We're doing a lot of great things here. This thing is building faster than we could ever imagine. And I can't wait for the next award ceremony because I feel like Joe Cook and I are going to have a repeat. It'll be, uh, I'll put it over on the mantle. So have a, hang the banner. Uh, exactly. Thank you so much for watching. Once again, like, and subscribe, uh, like the video, subscribe to the channel, head to InsideTexas.com. We'll see you next time.